Welcome back to Wellness for the Hot Mess, where we explore topics around holistic wellness, embodiment, entrepreneurship, and navigating the complexities of the human experience. These are raw, real, and vulnerable conversations between us, our community, and experts in their field. Our intention of every single episode is to inspire you to simplify your wellness routine because let's be real, less is more. Welcome back to Wellness for the Hot Mess. I'm Lexi Rodriguez and Kristen is here with me. We're so excited to be welcoming our guest who I knew would be perfect for this season, for this time of year. You guys are going to get so much out of this episode, so I would definitely grab a journal. Jenny Adishian, welcome to Wellness for the Hot Mess. How are you? I'm amazing. I'm so excited for this conversation and... Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. I saw, um, I've been following you for a while on Instagram and we've met a couple of times in person, which is really cool. But I saw that you just hosted a, um, like a release and reflect workshop, which I thought was really, really cool. So before we get into that, I want you to introduce yourself to our community. What do you do? How did you get into this space? And then I do want to touch on the release and the reflect um, right off the bat. Yeah. So I'm a manifestation guide, meditation teacher, and an intuitive channel. And I really help people find clarity on, you know, where they're at in this moment, but also where they want to be Mm -hmm. and empower them to step into it, empower them to take action through mental wellness, manifestation, Mm -hmm. mindset work. It's really like those three things that are my core teachings and like what I'm so, so passionate about. And yeah, everything that I do is through the lens of mental wellness. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this, we'll get into it or we'll get into it right now, but I was a hot mess for my mm-hmm. entire twenties. Yeah. And it honestly, I like told myself that. And when we think about manifestation, which we'll get into more in a little bit, what you tell yourself every day is really what becomes reality. So I was living Mm. in that hot hot mess express world. (laughs) Um, before I got into the, the wellness space, I was in a corporate fashion job for eight years, um, completely living out of alignment, like toxic friendships, toxic, toxic job, partying every weekend, Mm. living with anxiety every single day and just numbing it, ignoring it and just accepting it, like living in victimhood of this is my reality. This is who I am. Mm. I'm the hot mess. Right. Um, and yeah, it came to a head in, I think it was like 2018, 2019, um, where I was just having like severe depression, Mm. panic attacks at work. Everything just felt like it was caving in on me. I was having intrusive thoughts, which Mm. people aren't Mm. familiar with that. It is essentially like your mind is constantly telling you things that feel scary to you. Like for me, it can be like self-harm. It could be, um, sexual. There's like all these different forms of it. And 
I felt so out of control. Mm. And so through that kind of low breakdown moment for myself, I was like, there has to be something more than, than this. And it's what opened me up to manifestation. It's what opened me up to meditation, like finally committing to a practice. Um, and manifestation really drew me in. I I remember I was listening to a podcast and I was like, okay, like I have nothing to lose at this point. (laughs) I'm going to try it. And so, um, my first like big manifestation was manifesting a new job. I was currently at like a startup environment. I had highs, like you name it. It was awful. And I manifested a new job that had, you know, everything I wrote down on my list and it was the salary I wrote down and all of these things. And that to me was like, mm-hmm. whoa, yeah. okay, this works. so beautiful. Um, I'm powerful and fast forward, you know, over the past what four years, five years now, what I saw in the first year of really starting to practice this, and this is not why I went into manifestation. Like I went into it with the physical things like, okay, job and relationship and money. And what I yeah. ended up coming out with was my anxiety mm. went away. Mm. My depression wasn't really present anymore. Yeah. Um, my intrusive thoughts were gone. And that to me, more than anything that you can manifest that to me was like, whoa, this is powerful stuff because, you know, all of, all of those other things are so beautiful, but if you're not at peace in your yeah. mind, in your body, and you're not feeling good every day, then what is the point? Totally. Oh so, yeah. That's how mm. I really, you know, I eventually quit my job obviously, and, um, wanted to start my own thing. And I really started in like marketing, freelance marketing. And then that just wasn't working anymore. I was like, I really just want to talk about manifestation and I went all in, in 2021 and things just took off. It Mm -hmm. was I love it. It's a, it's such a good story. And I do want to get into entrepreneurship, but I know your manifestation process has probably changed and developed from that very first time that you heard the podcast and you were like, oh, cool. Let me write some shit down. Right. So first I want to know what was that first process that you learned? And if you just followed it to the T Um, and then I kind of want to know what is your process now and how has it evolved? Um, Because again, I know you probably have had to go in and tweak some stuff um, and allowed spirit to take over more so than the ego, because I feel like with manifestation, a lot of times the ego can take over and then that's where people get blocked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I first went into it, so just for background, I was raised Christian And I completely lost that in my twenties, probably teens, even like, I just felt no connection to anything, um, at all. So when I found manifestation, this was very like science backed, um, not spiritual practice, the method that I was using. And it was Mm. all very law of attraction focused, um, also working with the subconscious mind, which I still, that is a huge part of my practice today, but it was very like 
kind of like you're in control. Yes. You create your reality, but it really wasn't like this co-creation that I feel and teach now. Um, so it was like, you know, creating your list and then, um, shadow work and figuring out Mm. your triggers and all of these things. And to be honest, it was like very abrasive for someone who has anxiety and depression. Mm. Like it did spiral me for a little bit when I first got into that work. Um, and it didn't feel very supportive. Like it felt very, you know, don't have those thoughts or like push away those feelings. I love Um, that you're bringing that up. Yeah, yeah, I love that you're bringing that up. Sorry to interrupt, but but this was something I really wanted to touch on was that a lot of manifestation techniques that I've seen and that I practice, and then also there's so many out there, right? Um, now that I'm more aware of mental health and trauma and the nervous system, um, what I have found online is like not sensitive to people that don't even have a nervous system that can get them out of bed, but yes, they want a new job, but the whole, like, write it down, notice, notice your shadows that are keeping you from this and be the opposite is like so fucking harmful. Right. And so I love where you're going with this. Um, and how did you, kind of push through those triggers when you were doing this first type of teaching? Oh gosh. I mean, I hate to say this, but it, in the beginning, it pushed me further into like, ah, yes. A lot of that depression coming up because all the shame was coming up, Mm. all the, the fears, the self-doubt. And I was doing this fully solo. I was not telling a soul. I was like this Mm. little secret manifester because I thought it was out there and woo woo and weird. And that was not helpful either. I felt really alone. Um, You know, I was obviously able to move out of that eventually. And that's a huge reason why I have my community or create my community for people to support each other because it's not an and it's not an all like magical journey. Like there are so many things that we have to move through and release. Um, and yeah, the nervous system piece is a huge part of it. And I was not even aware that that Mm. was a piece. And it's really like, we, you know, working with the nervous system, that's how we open ourselves up to even feeling safe to receive. Right. Um, and yes, that's our manifestations, but also like safe to receive the next steps, safe to receive following our mission, Mm -hmm. safe to receive like, Ooh, the little messages from our higher self, whatever it is. Mm. And that was not part of my practice. Um, I was meditating, but it was not like as deep as I've gone today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that you include meditation with manifestation because I think that's like um, building the foundation for people to see how powerful they are, mm-hmm. right? And so now I want to know your process um, that you teach to your community. She has this amazing community, and I can't wait to get some secrets at the end of this about the community and about um, just all of her magical teachings, mm-hmm. because selfishly, 
I need to know more about manifestation <laughs> because sometimes I'm like, oh shit, I manifested that, but I wasn't ready for it. And it wasn't exactly the right. It wasn't exactly what I wanted. And so I, at the end, I'm going to bring, I'm going to have you give me some input, but I want to hear your, your way now that I know has impacted so many people. Yeah. So it is like those three pieces that I talked about the mental wellness, obviously like the manifestation techniques and then mindset and also embodiment. So it really is like mind, body, heart, soul, um, practice and, you know, manifestation can be described as bringing something that you want into your physical reality. Right. And I really see it as it's you stepping into the identity, stepping into the version of you that already has it. And we don't do this like on day one, this is like making micro micro moves and continuing to like connect with that person. Sometimes it's hard to be clear on that. And that's why we do a lot of the nervous system work. Um, but making these micro movements, whether it's, you know, embodying the daily practice that that person would have, maybe it's the release of things that this person no longer is here for the realignment that happens. It's like all these little things and it's this, um, compound effect that happens, right? Like in the beginning, when you have something you're calling in, you set the intention, you're immediately like, this is so exciting. Like, I can't wait. And then you go straight away to, well, how the hell am I going to make this happen? And it's not about the how it's about continuing to like connect with the final result. So already Mm -hmm having it. And I break it down into four, four things. And I really talk about like daily manifestation, like micro manifestation, starting small. So if you have a really big goal and I feel like money is the easiest thing to like talk about, if you're calling in like $10,000 a month or whatever, um, it's going even micro and like starting there and building up and building up. So the four steps that I invite people to include in their weekly practice is reflect, release, realign, and receive. Mm -hmm. So the reflection piece is constantly that self-awareness that we need. Okay. Where, where am I today? Where do I want to be? Let me reflect on the past week and notice what little like nudges or messages have I been getting about Mm -hmm. taking steps or action on something Um, reflection can also be, you know, in the beginning of the manifestation practice of, okay, who do I want to be? Where do I want to be? It's like, really, we need that time to zone in fully on like what it is that we're asking for. You don't have to be a hundred percent clear, but really being clear on what you no longer want is just as important. Mm -hmm. So the reflection piece is huge. So doing this, like every week I do this for myself and I look back at the last week and I'm like, okay, what's energizing me right now? What's draining me? That is my route to alignment. I lean further into what's feeling good and I let go of the things that are not. And that's what I need to focus on. Like what's right in front of me, right? The release piece 
is so important. And this can be releasing, letting go of physical things that don't serve us, right. That don't fit the vision anymore. But I see this as like really allowing ourselves to release a lot of the, you know, stagnant energy, the emotion in the body, um, whether that's through breath work, reprogramming some of our limiting beliefs through subconscious work. Like we have to strip away, especially in the beginning, if you're really just, you know, starting this practice, even if you don't know what you want, start with like, just starting to let go of the things that don't Mm -hmm. feel good anymore. And you will start to shift into what does. Um, Yeah. And then the realignment that happens. So this naturally happens when we call something in the universe starts to kind of shift things right up, shake it up for us. And a lot of people see it as like, oh no, everything's falling apart. And the realignment happens when you allow things to fall away and you allow things to like reroute. And I think that's a huge piece that people forget. So really constantly following what feels good to you. And that's Mm. why these nervous system practices are so important because if you are in fight or flight, you don't know what feels good to you. You know, you're like constantly in fear or self-doubt or um, making decisions out of panic or lack, right? Mm -hmm. So bringing your body back into safety every day, (laughs) every Mm. day, um, allows you to make the decisions that are more aligned for you from the heart, from feeling good, from feeling safe. Right. Mm. And then the last piece is receiving. So instantly we think, okay, yeah, the piece of like receiving the manifestation, but again, it's like being open to receive those little intuitive hits or being open to receive in ways you didn't think possible. Um, that's huge because people Mm. get very tunnel vision, tunnel vision Mm. on how it's going to go, how it's going to come through. And that's what limits them. Mm -hmm. You know, what's coming up when you say that receiving in little moments, it could be, um, like, like a random refund that you see in your bank account, right. Or something that's really big is like someone trying to buy you dinner. And you know, those people I'm trying to my husband is so bad at this. I'm trying to be like, babe, you're being rude that you're fighting this so much. And also you're blocking our manifestations. (laughs) But (laughs) what came up was like, and if you're listening, how can you receive even just little things? If someone wants to buy, if you're at a coffee date and someone wants to buy you a coffee, don't be that person. That's like, no, you can't don't no, Give me, give me the card or whatever. It's like, because you're showing the universe and your energy is showing the universe that like, it's really hard for you to receive and you contract in, um, a moment that someone or something is trying to give you something that you are completely worthy of. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, in what other ways is like a little way that we could practice opening ourselves up to receiving. I love that you shared that because I always tell people, if you are feeling like you're not open to that notice in your week where you push away things. Yeah. That is your signal. You're sending out the signal. I'm not worthy. I'm not deserving. 
like, or you see people being like, give a gift and they have to do something right in return. It's like all yeah. those little things, how you receive in one area, in one small way is how you receive everything. So just those little micro movements, shifts, awareness is huge. Another practice that I love for receiving, and this is so easy, is for the next week, write down, like at the top of the page, write down, I receive and write down at the end of your day, every day, all the ways you received. Cool. And it can be money. It can be literal money in your account, or it could be anything. Like mm. it's starting to shift your focus and energy to noticing the ways that the universe is bringing things to you. The more you do that, the more you're going to receive. Wow. Mm. I love that. Thank you for those little nuggets of gold. I think that was so incredible right off the bat. We're only like 15, 20 minutes in. And we've already received so much gold. So, so make sure good. those ears are I open. Receive. Totally. <laughs> I receive. Totally. So thank you for that. I kind of want to stick on the theme a little bit of the mental on the side of it, because I relate to a lot of what you were saying you experienced in your twenties. I'm 27 right now. And I'm definitely going through the peaks and the pitfalls of like purpose and finding what I'm here for and questioning everything. I used to feel like I could manifest simply anything in my life. And I think I'm in a period right now where I'm just feeling so resistant towards it. And I am feeling like I'm doing the opposite at the time. So talk me through when you said like, when you were having kind of those intrusive thoughts and somehow can somebody get out of that space of everything that's coming through right now is just taking a negative spin. And I'm having trouble even focusing on a manifestation because I'm just not feeling worthy of it. And what, how do you coach someone? What would you tell someone who's just like, I'm feeling so blocked with intrusive thoughts with depression. And I don't even know like where to even start to just like, let those things go. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm not a mental health expert and professional help is always recommended. And that's something that I did ask for, you know, number one, ask for help, ask for support, tell someone safe how you're feeling. And then for me, what really pulled me out of it was I got so like, so clear that I was done living this way. Um, and I used one question for the entire year to guide me. And I really couldn't think about, I wasn't even clear on what I wanted to manifest. Like you're saying, like, it was really hard for me to connect or see the light of like, what's next. And so the question that I came back to over and over again, and I would just examine every area of my life with it was, does this thing, this experience, this person in this opportunity make me feel better or does it make me feel worse? And it's mm. such a simple question, but truly, I mean, it's a question around alignment, right? And if it was making me feel better and, and truly like examining, like before you're hanging out with someone, for example, how do you feel before you starting to yeah. get anxious about it? How do you feel during what's the, what's your energy after Are you drained? Like you have to really start to get aware of the things in your life yeah. that are bringing you peace, not just in the moment because things like binging Netflix or drinking alcohol or those things can be confusing. Cause you're like, I feel amazing. Right. Totally. I'm numbing. Um, mm -hmm. really 
looking at it through that lens. And that one question, I kid you not, I was pretty ruthless. I was like cutting things out, cutting. (laughs) It was not easy. Right. I like ended friendships that I had had since college that were just Mm. not right for me. Um, and a lot of people did not understand, you know, they were like, why such a harsh approach? What felt harsh. And to me, I was like, I, you know, I'm putting my mental health, my mental wellness first. It is my priority for the next year. For once, I'm going to put this first and I don't care anymore Mm. what anyone else thinks. And, um, it truly like shifted things for me so quickly. It also really allowed me to reconnect with my body, what it feels like Mm. to be in those feelings and notice them instead of pushing them away, which I think, you know, when it comes to like, when I first experienced my first panic attack, you know, out of college, I was put on medication and that was it. That's it. We don't talk about anything else, right? Mm. What's the root? And I think it was finally waking me up to, okay, this is a deeper feeling. Yeah. There's something below this and it's safe to start to explore it. And it's safe to start to put myself first for once. And that's what really guided me. I mean, completely changed mm. my life. Yeah. I feel like we're, our society now is, I think it's getting better. I mean, I feel like it's getting better and I'm going to manifest that it's getting better, right. Just by putting that out there. But, um, it's almost like we're meant to just deal with how life is like, we, we, we hate our job and we don't get paid enough, but that's just how life is. There are people out there that have less than you. And I know that's tough for someone to sit with that you can explore new ways of being, but I think it's so programmed in society that you don't ask for more and wanting more is selfish. Um, but what I got from what you just expressed was like looking around and seeing in your room or in your closet or in your kitchen, what doesn't serve you. And then going another step and looking in your community, what am I doing? That is just because my friends are doing it. That doesn't serve me. Right. Who am I hanging out with just because I've always hung out with them, but the conversations are no longer serving me. Um, and so on our last episode, Jenny, we pulled tarot with, with an amazing tarot reader and Kristen pulled the death card mm-hmm. because she is in a place. I believe that she's cleaning her space. She's clearing yeah. and cleaning and you're getting rid of a lot that, um, is, is, is um keeping you from like this really expansive energy towards the shit that you want and so that's really exciting almost totally I think I think that it's almost I love having conversations like this where I'm at in my life and I know a lot of listeners can resonate because these spiritual awakenings these moments that we have feeling connected to a higher self or a higher calling or purpose they get really lonely at times and like you were saying you ended a lot of friendships and moved on from a lot of different things where you're putting yourself in your energy and i think 
I'm like one step away from that, like super lonely period of being like, okay, now I've just kind of washed clean. And then what? And I think there's almost this, I know, because I am around a lot of people like Lexi and I surround myself with people who have gone through experiences like this, where it's, it's reassuring to hear that then the abundance will start to come and then you'll start to shift and the people that should be in your life will come. What can you kind of like talk us through that period of feeling like you've kind of just like washed everything clean. And I think there is a moment of just feeling very lonely and like, oh shit, what did I just do? Because I had a handful of girlfriends who I don't have anymore. I had a relationship that I don't have anymore. I had a job, people, place, family members that I don't speak with as much anymore. Where can you kind of guide us through when you have that period of like, just hang on, you're almost there. Do you have any practices or kind of any words of wisdom for those people who are kind of in that in-between space? Yeah. And I'm just going to tell you right now, this is part of the cycle. It happened. I have been through this. I actually just went through a period of it this past month. And if you're in this, I know it can feel like nothing's happening and I know it can Mm -hmm. feel like it's dark. And, um, this is the last phase. This is the last part of the process before you really like arrive into starting to receiving the things that are meant for you. And, um, I love that you share this because this is happening, um, really in a big way collectively, like Mm. 2022 was a huge year for shedding release. Um, like the term crumbling kept coming Mm. up, like people's lives feel like they're crumbling. It's this, energy of like, we cannot hold the things that do not serve us anymore. It has to be taken away and it feels so drastic. And what's been happening is this like rebuilding from a new energy, rebuilding from a new foundation. And, um, in that it can feel like I am doing all the things I am still doing my practices. I am not seeing anything around me. Right. And that's where we start to freak out. And even though you can't see it, you have to trust harder than you ever trusted before that you have been taking the steps you are continuing to hold the vision of what you want, like really look ahead and, you know, try, I know it's hard because we oscillate between panic to like excitement, all the things honor, all of that. It's part of it. Um, but again, like in those moments, I just went through this. I was in Joshua tree by myself for like a month. Wow. Jealous. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm calling in a lot of big things as I move into this next year and I'm seeing friendships and all that fall away. And it's felt so Mm. lonely. Um, but, but what it invited me to do is to like, even more than before is like, what are the things that I can really ground into the practices, um, you know, the people in my day-to-day that I can fully lean into that makes me feel good again, Mm. like self-care focusing on in your day ahead, how you can continue to step into the vision and focus on what you, um, are looking forward to are calling in. And it's a daily coming back to truly. Mm. And I always say like trust in the unseen, Like you can't see the ways that the universe is lining things up for you. And a lot of times the pause, it's like this divine pause. It's not a test. I don't like that word, but it's almost like 
your vibration and your energetic field, everything you've been calling in, it's like already in the vision, but your physical reality, like our 3d reality, we move a little bit slower down here. So it's catching up, Mm. um, and trusting that it is coming, but yeah, so good. And these moments are so powerful because they do happen again. And once you've like really been in it and moved through it, it gets easier and easier. And you have the reminder of your power over and over again. Yeah. So So good. It's like, go for it. I think it's important also that you said that you just went through this too. So that's another, it's another good thing for listeners to hear myself also is it's never going to be perfect. Once you hit those goals you wanted or those manifestations, or you've gotten to a good place mentally, there are still going to be bumps in the road. I think it's so important, especially when we bring light to on this podcast, that once you get like that ultimate goal, or if it's something you're driven for, and you kind of talk with professionals in their field about it, they also experience those bumps. And I'm really proud that this podcast is starting to speak about things like that and how you're sitting here being like, no, I actually used to be in a place where I'm not now, but I still go through periods of loneliness or periods of feeling like you're not connected. So thank you for sharing that. That was, it was incredible to hear. Yeah. And I feel like it's like leaning into like when you were speaking, I was just leaning into your expression because it felt good. And it's like leaning into your practice, your meditation practice, although you might be missing some components of your life that were there before it's leaning into the new music, right? It's leaning into community events online. Um, and change is hard for people. So not going to that bar to meet up with friends on Wednesday and staying home and doing a workshop online is different, but it's more so teaching your body and your nervous system a new way. Because like you said, your energy is already there, but you have to direct your body here on in the 3d and be like, Hey, we got this, like our energy's there, but we're not going to, we're not invited until Mm. we're ready. So like, let's get ready. Yeah. It's kind of what I was saying before. It's like the stepping into the identity. Like I'm still going to take the step. I'm still going to keep going, even though it feels scary. And I don't know, um, what's coming next. Like cutting my hair off was part of me stepping into the identity of my next level. Um, and it seems so silly, but it's like little ways for you to, to embody it. And, um, the shedding, the release is painful and it's a part that we don't like to um, talk about or even acknowledge but it is truly one of the biggest pieces before we can receive what is meant for us so being that our listeners are going to be listening to this soon before the new year um what is a good way that they can reflect on the year and then also release it do you have any um, like practices that you do or rituals or ceremonies, just something simple that they can journal on and release. So they feel fresh moving into 2023. Yeah. So I just did a workshop on this and it was so incredible. Yeah. What I invite you to do, um, because again, reflection is such a huge part of the manifestation practice, especially looking back at the year, Um, and I would go like through each month and just pick Mm. out whether it's a lesson that you learned, whether it's like a manifestation, 
something you release, like really pick out those highlight moments for you and reflect on how it came through, reflect on how you felt in those moments. Like this is your evidence. Your life is your evidence of your power to move through through things, your power to manifest, your power to shift, to heal, to release. Like we have to celebrate that before we move into being like 2023 goals. Like this is your time Mm -hmm. to really own that because we forget, we forget, we don't even acknowledge some of the things that we've been through and having that reminder to come back to, if you have it written down, you know, it's so powerful. It again is your evidence of your power and your evidence that you can do it again and again and again, and you will get through things and you will manifest. It will show up. Right. Um, and using that to inform your 2023 vision, I guarantee you doing this, you're going to be like, wow, I am freaking a badass. And (laughs) I had on the call last night, I had people, walk through the 12 months with a younger version of themselves. So like a five-year-old you, or even 10 year ago, you, and Mm. see it through their eyes, what you've done. Cool. And that is like, really what the, you know, what is the energy that you want to bring into 2023? Right. What do we want to carry into that year? Is it, I didn't do enough. I'm behind, you know, I should have done more. No. You don't want to bring that into next year. You know, mm. you want to walk and be like, I'm powerful. I am, you know, so grateful for what I created. I'm right on time. I'm excited to do it again. So that's like the reflection piece. And then for releasing 2022, um, now is such a good time to really claim your intentions. So what are you not bringing in mm. to next year? What are you no longer available for? And there's, you know, so many different rituals you can do. I love burning shit. (laughs) I'm an Aries. I'm a fire (laughs) sign. Um, So you can literally write it down on a piece of paper and burn it. You can flush it. Um, I like to declare and I invite people to to do this, like release it from your body by speaking it. Mm. You know, do this with a friend. Um, If you can't do it with a friend, go in your car and just be like, universe, I am no longer available for this. I am leaving behind this. I am ready to release whatever. Mm -hmm. So getting it out of the body again, Mm -hmm. um, by writing it down, saying it out loud, anything you can do to like physically get it out. Mm, Totally. I actually did that last year. I put mine on a piece of paper and burnt them. And then I flushed them down the toilet. I had a little bit of both. So that was nice. <laughs> like, just in case. Yeah. What are some common themes you see in your community right now? You said you just had this workshop kind of about speaking about the new year and the energy and releasing, and then stepping into that new year. Do you have any common themes you've noticed among say your clients or people in your community that you've kind of been like, yeah, I think we're all feeling that right now. Um, to be honest, you know, mental health right now, is so big. I have so many in my community that this time is really hard for people being around family. Um, you know, the stress of the holiday season, the expectations, also just the change Mm -hmm. of the season. Um, seasonal depression was something that I always experienced and 
So this month in my community, my membership were, I'm like, this is our one month. Um, our mantra is like, follow what feels good and Mm -hmm. bold boundaries and prioritizing your peace Mm -hmm. because, you know, this is a great, it's always a great time to manifest, but I also think really coming back to you and getting clear on what has felt good throughout this year Mm -hmm. and giving yourself that time to really like slow down, rest, um, take care of yourself, take care of your mental health before rushing into something new. So that's been really like the focus, which I love because that's been, how cool is it that I get to do this with other people? And it's my job, right? Mm -hmm. Um, when it was something that was completely on the back burner for my entire life. That's so so cool. I want to, um, I want to just bring something to our listeners attention because I know we have listeners that want to be entrepreneurs or are just beginning or are in the shitty job that they fucking hate, but they dream of being in the (laughs) wellness space. I just want to make it very clear, like listen to her story. She went from not loving her job, hating her job, if you will. And now she gets to meet with incredible souls um, and created this awesome community and gets to hold space from what she learned in the, in the quote unquote dumps. Right. And so if you are going through it, or if you are dipping your toes into the entrepreneurial world, what you are learning right now is going to be what you're going to teach. And I can totally relate to that. So, you know, keep going, keep exploring. And just on an entrepreneur tip, how have you been able to find your voice in this, in the wellness space? Um, I think we were just talking on our community event last night that social media, the online space can be very inspiring. Mm. It doesn't have to be the latter. And I think a lot of people are like, social media is toxic, but it's more so what are you putting your energy towards, right? So how have you been able to create such a rad community in the space? And also how have you been able to find your voice, your true authentic voice in the manifestation space? Yeah. Um, you know, there's all this talk about niching down and I have been so repulsed by that (laughs) um and to be honest I incorporate like every part of me into what I do so um and I've never really I don't know like it's always been about sharing my experiences and sharing my story because the life that I'm living, like you said, like your mess is your message. And I, you know, for so long I worked in social media, so it was so inauthentic for me for so long. Even when I was posting, it was like, everything looked great, you know, fashion job, social life, blah, blah, blah. And I was deeply depressed Mm. inside. And so for me, it's always been this constant push of sharing what's most alive within me. And that could be 
an Airbnb that I love, or it could be, you know, I'm moving through something right now and I know someone else needs to hear this message. Like it could be the whole range of scale. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's been just my guiding light of like trusting that what is most alive in me is what is most, most to be, what is meant to be shared at that time. And that doesn't mean I have to share everything, but if I'm feeling called to do it, then there's a reason. And that has kind of been, you know, my authentic expression. So when it comes to my community, I'm so real with them. I'm like, I'm in this with you and I'm sharing what I'm the resistance I'm feeling. I'm sharing what I'm calling in. I never want it to be that I'm above someone like I just have never liked that energy in the coaching space of, I don't know, just keeping it very like buttoned up. I think that works for people, but for me, I would never be drawn to someone. Totally. I'm like, do you ever cry or (laughs) yeah, totally. Um, and so I just really, yeah, I like share all parts of me as much as I feel called to. And that's everything from like my love of traveling to my dog, to like the desert vibes, to I like fashion still, it all goes together. Like it's part of you and that's what people are attracted to. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. There's so many of us, there's so many people talking about manifestation, but there's only one me with all the other facets that I'm sharing. And like, that's what I have to lean into and remember. And that's what makes me different. And that's what makes my method different is, you know, my past experiences and my lens. And I think people forget that, um, with like needing to be niched. It's like people mm-hmm. actually just want you, totally. um, you are the niche. And so, yeah, if anyone's listening and struggling with that, like share what's most alive for you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, totally. you know, people respond to your energy. That's the most important thing. Mm, so good. Do you have anything else, Kristen, before I get into my own guidance that I want from Jenny. (laughs) No, this was incredible. I think you've given us and the community so many nuggets in this episode. And we, I appreciate you just coming on here and just being so open and letting our community receive. This has been such a beautiful conversation to witness. I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but I'm very much stepping into like my spiritual journey. I've been in fitness for so long and I've been very into nutrition and fitness my entire life. Now I'm kind of seeing the other side of wellness. And I talk with it, um, with Lexi about it a lot that when we first got on this, before you came on, I was like, I'm going to let you take the reins of this episode, Lex, because you guys are almost a couple steps ahead of me. And I just love, instead of stepping up and acting like a topic I would know about, I just love absorbing this energy. And I think a lot of people will Mm -hmm. relate to that. And it's so beautiful to be able to learn from both of you. This was an incredible conversation Mm -hmm. and I appreciate you guys. Of course. Thank you for facilitating it. I mean, you know, not many people are holding space for these conversations. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah, we, we knew you were going to be so powerful to bring on, but so this is other people are going to be able to relate to this. I have this thing with manifestation that when I want something and I say, okay, and it's like this quick process where I look at something, I feel into it. I just kind of close my eyes and I want it. Um, 
I get it. But it's because I'm not being as detailed, like you said, and now that I have your process, I feel like it'll be a little more clear. I get it. And then I am like my nervous system almost collapses Mm. because it's like, holy shit, I'm powerful. Like I did that. So I know people can probably relate is like, you get so close to something and then it's, it's almost like, oh shit, do I want that? It's like the questioning with it. Like, for example, me and my husband are, um, are going to move to Bend, Oregon. And so we're trying to figure out that we found the perfect place on Zillow literally last week. And I just kind of wasn't touching it. Cause I was like, we're, we can't do this now. We're not moving now. So he was like, well, what do you think? Should I apply? And in my mind, I was like, we're going to get it. And he's like, no, there's 12 applications. He's like, the word will be 12th in line. Let's just apply and see. And I was like, babe, we're going to get it. And if we get it, they're going to ask us to move like within the month. Right. And that's not our plan. Our plan is in the next few months. So long story short, he sent it to me, even just me looking at it. I was like, oh, it's just beautiful wooden floors, windows everywhere. Like exactly what we want. Um, I looked at it. He messaged me yesterday and was like, we're second in line. And I was like, I told you, I was like, we're going to get it. And he's like, what do we do if we get it? I'm like, I fucking told you like, don't (laughs) apply. And so anyways, we got, we got it, but they want us to move in like four weeks, which we can't do. And so my, my question is, it's like having a loaded gun for me sometimes where I'm pointing it in a certain direction and it goes off and I'm like, oh shit, now I have to take responsibility for this. And that happened, that happened to me a lot with work back in the day, like a position, an interview I would go on and I would be like, okay, cool. I want this. And my ego was, my ego was driving the bus, Mm. but if anyone's experiencing that where they're almost like afraid of what they can receive because they've received things almost too quickly for their real life and adjusting to that manifestation, like, didn't feel right. Does that make sense? I know I just like, (laughs) I like so much coming through. Um, so one, you are a master manifester, Seriously, like your belief, you know, and you believe in your power to manifest. And that's something that a lot of people don't have, which is really cool Mm -hmm. that you have that. So once you do kind of start to hone in how to use it, that's huge. Um, what's coming through was not every single opportunity or thing that comes through is necessarily meant to be the thing. Yeah. So what could be happening? Some of these things could be like expansion for you. Mm. So, and this is what's hard is when we're not fully clear on what it is exactly. It's hard for us to like, when something comes through, like an opportunity that feels like really shiny and it feels great and it feels, you know, but in reality, maybe it does have mostly everything, but some things could be missing that make it the full package. And it's trusting that, you know, maybe this house came through to show you like, Hey, you guys are meant to be here and look at, you know, the space. And it has like all these things that you want. 
Um, but I would reflect and be like, is this the full thing? Yeah. You know, timing could be one of the pieces and it's trusting that that's okay. I can do it again. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, but I think what else was coming through? What I told my husband was like, I think this, well, after we got it, I was like, I think that this is just showing us that we're going to be able to get what we want. Cause that was something the past couple of months was like, we were looking at places and we weren't really seeing things that we wanted. We we're seeing places they're available, but I told him, if we make this move, I want it to be exactly what I want. I want a studio where I can bring clients. Like I want it to be exactly what I want. And, um, so I think what this was is like, Hey, you'll get exactly what you want. Fucking keep your pants on for a second. Yeah. Does it have everything? Does it have the studio? Um, it has a, a an extra room that could be a studio. Yeah. But I need, you're right. And that's just me jumping the gun on everything. And that's why sometimes I'm afraid of the manif- manifesting because I'm not as detail oriented as the next person. Mm. And that is where I need to focus. So I'll definitely be booking a session with you if you have anything available. Um, and you guys should too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, you don't have to know every single detail, right? Like as much as you have clarity on is enough, but I think trusting like you're feeling like you will know if it's the mm. thing And the universe does this every time it's going to bring you opportunities to fully stand in your deservingness and your worth of what you want. So it's going to dangle some shiny carrots in front of you. Like Lexi, do you really want to step into the vision? Are you really ready for this? You know, and it's starting to notice when that happens and being like, nope, this was cool. I'm really expanded. I have more clarity now, but you know next. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. Um, I know you speak, this will be the last thing. I know you speak about how you manifested your partner and I love watching your stories about that. Um, for our listeners that are exploring what it would be like to start opening themselves up to partnership, maybe just a couple tips on that. Cause I know a lot of our listeners are single and ready for that type of union. Mm. Mm, yeah. So the biggest shift for me was really getting real with myself. I was single for about seven years and I was attracting emotionally unavailable men like left and right. And I just felt completely out of control when in reality, I was emotionally unavailable. So Mm. I was really attracting in that match. Um, And what shifted it for me was starting to look at those patterns. So look at the people I had dated, look Mm. at the type of partnership I was surrounded by as a child, like my parents, grandparents, whatever, and looking at the common threads and Mm, see, and that is your clue Mm, of what what needs to be unraveled, what needs to be looked at, you know, healed. And I know it's not fun, but that's really the first step. And even just having awareness on it, you're going to be like, holy moly, like now I know. And now I know like going out dating in the world of what to no longer say yes to. Um, So start there. And then of course, creating creating a list for yourself. You don't need to have this, but it's nice to have, to come back to of like, this is what I deserve. Um, and 
you know, I'm no longer allowing in these things. So good. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much for those gems. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for sitting down with us today. This was so beautiful. So happy to be a part of this conversation. If our community is interested in reaching out to you or working with you, where can they find you? I'm sure they would love to know that. Yeah, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. I kind of use everything differently. Um, But, and then my website has all of my offerings. But if you're listening to this, I love connecting. So send me a DM um, at jenny.edition. And I'm always launching new fun things, ways to, you know, start to step into this practice. So come, come join the community. Mm, beautiful yes we'll drop all her links in the show notes no doubt we always finish with our hot mess moment of the week I'll just Mm -hmm. start because mine mine was fucking loading my manifestation gun and manifesting Mm -hmm. the place knowing that we weren't going to be able to move in four weeks. So that's my hot mess moment. I'm going to use all the tips that I learned on this episode and just get really clear on a space and be patient. Um, what about you, Kristen? My hot mess moment came in the form of, I lift heavy weights. I work out. I'm very into fitness. I was doing laundry a couple of days ago and I had bent down to the bottom of the basket to pick up a sock and I completely threw my back out. So I've been sitting on my couch and laying in my bed for the last couple of days nursing Mm. my back. And it's just wild what our bodies tell us and how we need to slow down. So that was a good wake up call for me this week. Side note, Lexi, you're hilarious talking about, she was like, I feel like people will relate to this. I manifest everything I ever want. I'm sitting here like, (laughs) maybe that was, that was the wrong thing. I, maybe what I meant was like, they manifest the wrong things. No, totally. Totally. And that's a whole nother conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny, how about you? Hot mess moment of the week. Yeah, I was laughing, thinking about this. So I was at my parents' house last week and, you know, being at your parents' house is already like activating and I still need to work. Like I need to get things done. So I just had this visual of me doing a channeled reading for a client, like in my bedroom closet and there's <laughs> boxes and shoes around me and like it smells in here and so I was like this is not the experience the elevated experience that I desire right now but I was like you know we make it work that's Absolutely. so funny that's so funny you are powerful to be able to do that in your parents house I feel like the moment I step into my mom and dad's house everything I've ever learned goes out the window <laughs> I'm like who the fuck am I? <laughs> I I all of a sudden eat meat just kidding <laughs> everything yeah comes up it's so true Totally. Well, thank you so much for being here. We will drop everything in our show notes. This was so expansive and we just like wish you all the best in 2023, Jenny. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I loved this convo. It it feels so good to share on these topics. So thanks for having me. Mm.